All good? Loud and clear? Excellent. What a wonderful morning. What a fantastic morning. Again, a really warm welcome to those visitors here today. Your presence here is so important as you support the folks that are being baptized. And Asha, what a blessing. Oh, is he awake now? So sweet. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're, we're just delighted. Um, what a celebration today. I'm, as John said, going to give just a 10-minute explanation. We've heard the, the why we're being baptised today from these fantastic testimonies of, of how Jesus has impacted uh, these people's lives. But we're now going to look at the what. What is baptism? But 10 minutes, so let's go on the ride of what is baptism. Good news, believe it or not, 10 weeks today is Christmas Day. I hear the groans. I hear the groans. Um, I know there's groans when, when we say something like that. Uh, I think uh, some people in the room have probably already started preparing, stocking up, and people online watching, you might have been buying things as well. Uh, I think the first mince pie was spotted in May in the supermarkets. Um, and of course, you know, Christmas is the time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus, we see the nativity play scenes. And we see the nativity play scenes on cards and we sing carols, Hark the Herald and Away in a Manger. And it's a time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Um, and many will celebrate Christmas believing that it's the birth of Jesus, that, that Jesus was born over 2,000 years ago. Others will celebrate Christmas with absolutely no belief whatsoever in Jesus. They'll have a belief greater in Father Christmas than in Jesus um, and what we believe actually is really important. We've heard this morning about what people believe, and what we believe is really important. And we've heard many encouraging stories of faith uh, over the years of, of people believing. And, you know, believing that determination to believe, even when others are perhaps struggling to believe, is inspirational to hear about. And and John here, senior pastor of the, of the church, he's a really strong story that I just want to share very briefly, of even as a youngster, that sense of strength of belief, when everybody else was really struggling in their belief in Father Christmas, John stood firm um, in, in the class, and, and everybody else was going through their own journey of challenge of faith, but John was the remaining um, pupil to continue with determination and even indignation in his belief um, in Father Christmas. And I think um, that just shows that belief is good. These stories encourage us, don't they? That determination of, of faith and, and belief. But we, we joke about this, and, and you know, what we believe in is really, really important. And I hope I told that story without ruining anyone's Christmas, by the way. I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure. But um, no, it's, it is really, really important. And, and Joel and Brenda, and um, Josh, Marvin, Connor, you have a belief. You have a belief. You have a belief in Jesus. You have a belief in Jesus and that he died for your sins. You have a belief that he rose again. You have a belief that he has won you eternal life. That is your belief. And, you know, believing is one thing. That's good to have a belief. But to then turn that into walking into, in public, a pool of freezing cold, sorry, lukewarm water... Um, I'm, I'm assured it will be lukewarm, but uh, to, to, to turn that belief into this public declaration is quite something. That's more than just a belief. That's a determination. That's a, a solid belief because this is a public thing. This is not a secret. You're, you're kind of telling everyone about your belief. And, 
baptism is, is very public. The first account of baptisms in Matthew's gospel, we read that in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And people went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. Imagine the scene. When's the last time that you saw somebody walking down the street soaking wet, drenched on a dry day? I do some rowing down in Marlow and there was one occasion when one of the, the guys was being very helpful, bringing, helping bring a boat in. He was standing on the pontoon and he misjudged the distance and he went headfirst into the water. Headfirst into the town. And he had to walk back into the town, totally soaked, totally drenched, head to foot, trainers and everything. And people have known something's gone on here. He's drenched. Something has happened here. And imagine that in, in, in Jordan as they came out of the river. And we read again in the book of Acts, Peter preached, repent and be baptised. And 3,000 were baptised on that day. 3,000 people. Imagine 3,000 drenched people walking around the town, just head to toe, their, their, their garments clinging to them, their hair wet, just walking around the town celebrating that they've just been baptised. It would have been a scene. It would have been a scene and a very, very public scene as well. And then we read that Jesus appears at the water's edge. The carpenter from Nazareth. The son of God, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He goes into the water and he is baptised. So what is baptism? Well, we can read in the Bible what baptism represents. And whilst billions of people will be celebrating and remembering the birth of Jesus, every year millions of people around the world in church baptistries, in inflatable pools, in baths, in rivers, in the sea, millions of people remember the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Because baptism represents Jesus' death and his resurrection. Romans 6, verse 3. All of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we may to live a new life. Baptism then is like, it's like Good Friday and Easter Sunday in just five seconds. And Jesus' own baptism in the River Jordan was a prophetic act declaring his coming death and his resurrection. He did not need to repent before he was baptised, but he did choose to go to the cross so that we could know his forgiveness. Baptism is also a celebration, and there's joy today. It's a real celebration. It's a joyful moment because it's such a powerful symbol of what Jesus has done, what he's accomplished on the cross for us, that his death and resurrection accomplish for us the forgiveness of our sins, our separation from God, our wrongdoing. And don't we all know how we struggle with sin and temptation? But, but Jesus' death celebrates the, and demonstrates the victory over sin. His victory over the death of the sinful nature. What is that? We don't have time to unpack it. It's our tendency to do wrong. We all have it. 
And the waters of baptism demonstrate and represent the death of that sinful nature. That we might not struggle through life battling, but that Jesus has dealt with it on the cross and given us new life in him. And the power to live that new life through the power of his Holy Spirit. And we hear a lot about suffering and death in the news. It's all around us and it can be so depressing to listen to and watch. And death seems to be a hopeless end. But baptism represents an endless hope. The endless hope we have of forgiveness. The power of a new life in Jesus. The promise of eternal life in heaven. That's what we're celebrating today. And these folks being baptised today, Josh, Marvin, Connor, and Joel and Brenda, you have in common your belief in Jesus and his death and his resurrection. So we're going to celebrate. Let's celebrate with them as they emerge from the waters of baptism, soaked through, forgiven, washed, cleansed, dead to sin, and alive to God through Christ. Let's celebrate with them. And if you're here today, or if you're watching online now, and for you, life can feel like a hopeless end. For you, when you think of your end, it feels hopeless. For we're all going to have an end. And if that's you here this morning or online, I'd encourage you to take this time to pray. Take this time to ask Jesus for his forgiveness, for his victory over sin. Invite him. Invite him to be your Lord. Invite him to set you free and enjoy that endless hope that he has for you and he wants for you. So to finish, what we believe on in is really important. It really is important what we believe in. And those who believe in Jesus as Lord, death is not a hopeless end. It's an endless hope. I just want to really finish with just four weeks ago, these words, these words that were prayed, that billions heard these words prayed, these words prayed. We pray that God would give us grace to honour her memory by following her example and that with our sister Elizabeth at the last, we shall know the joys of life eternal. We shall know the joys of life eternal. That is what we're celebrating today through baptism. Our brothers and sisters here know the joys of the promise of life eternal. And they're demonstrating their belief in Jesus. With boldness, with boldness, publicly, with confidence, that as they go into those waters, they are aligning with Jesus as he went to the cross. And as they come out of the water, they have new life in Christ, victory over sin and victory over death and an endless hope. So thanks again, family and friends, for being here. I think it's time to get wet. So over to you, John.